Hi, good evening. This is Caleb Aron with the Walk with God podcast and YouTube channel. Sorry about the lighting and the uh, the late video, but uh, I am in Houston now, coming to you live from Houston, Texas. Tonight we're going to read from Psalm 30. We're going to read over Exodus 23, uh, 14 through 25, 40. We're going to read Proverbs 7, verses 24 through 27. And we're also going to read from Matthew chapter 24 and finish off the rest of that chapter. Uh, in the chapter of, of prophecy talking where Jesus is talking about the end of the world and uh, the signs of his second coming. Before we get started, let's go ahead and open with a word of prayer and uh, grab your Bible with me, if you will. We're going to study from that. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord God, for this time. Thank you for this day. Please give me your word to speak and to preach. Please bless this time that we have together, Lord, and help us to see and hear and understand your message that you have from us from your word. Please open it to our hearts and to our ears. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Okay, we're going to get started and jump right into Psalm chapter 30, or Psalm 30. Praise for God's holiness, a psalm and song at the dedication of the house of David. I will extol thee, O Lord, for thou hast lifted me up and hast not made my foes to rejoice over me. O Lord my God, I cried unto thee, and thou hast healed me. O Lord, thou hast brought up my soul from the grave. Thou hast kept me alive, that I should not go down to the pit. Sing unto the Lord, O ye saints of his, and give thanks at the remembrance of his holiness. For anger, for his anger endureth but a moment, in his favor is, is life. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. And in my prosperity I said, I shall never be moved. Lord, by thy favor thou hast made my mountain to stand strong. Thou didst hide thy face, and I was troubled. I cried to thee, O Lord, and unto the Lord I made supplication. What profit is there in my blood when I go down to the pit? Shall the dust praise thee? Shall it declare thy truth? Hear, O Lord, and have mercy upon me. Lord, be thou my helper. Thou hast turned for me my mourning into dancing. Thou hast put off my sackcloth and girded me with gladness to the end that my glory may sing praise to thee and not be silent. O Lord my God, I will give thanks unto thee forever. Now turn with me, if you will, please, to Exodus chapter 23. Exodus chapter 23, and we're going to read until uh, 2540. Exodus chapter 23. Verse 14. Observance of three feasts. <clears throat> three times thou shalt keep a feast unto me in the year. Thou shalt keep the feast of unleavened bread. Thou shalt eat unleavened bread seven days, as I commanded thee, in the time appointed of the month Abib. For in it thou camest out from Egypt, and none shall appear before me empty. And the feast of the harvest, <coughs> excuse me, the feast of the harvest, the first fruits of thy labors, which thou hast sown in the field, and the feast of ingathering, which is in the end of the year, when thou hast gathered in thy labors out of the field, three times in the year all thy males shall appear before the Lord God. Thou shalt not offer the blood of my sacrifice with leavened bread, neither shall the fat of my sacrifice remain until the morning. The first of the first fruits of thy land thou shalt bring into the house of the Lord thy God. Thou shalt not see the kid in his mother's milk. Behold, I send an angel before thee, to keep thee in the way, and to bring thee into the place which I have prepared. Beware of him, and obey his voice. Provoke him not, for he will not pardon your transgressions, for my name is in him. 
But if thou shalt indeed obey his voice and do all that I speak, then I will be an enemy unto thine enemies, and an adversary unto thine adversaries. For mine angel shall go before thee, and bring thee into the Amorite, in unto the Amorites, and the Hittites, and the Perizzites, <coughs> excuse me, and the Canaanites, and the Hivites, and the Jebusites, and I will cut them off. <coughs> Uh, pardon me. Thou shalt not bow down to their gods, nor serve them, nor do after their works, but thou shalt utterly overthrow them, and quite break down their images. And ye shall serve the Lord your God, and he shall bless thy bread and thy water, and I will take sickness away from the midst of thee. There shall nothing cast their young, nor be barren in thy land. The number of thy days I will fulfill. I will send my fear before thee, and I will destroy all the people to whom thou shalt come, and I will make all thine enemies turn their backs unto thee. And I will send a hornets before thee, which shall drive out the Hivite, the Canaanite, and the Hittite from before thee. I will not drive them out from before thee in one year, lest the land become desolate, and the beast of the field multiply against thee. By little and little I will drive them out from before thee, until thou be increased and inherit the land. And I will set bounds from the Red Sea, even unto the Sea of the Philistines, and from the desert unto the river. For I will deliver the inhabitants of the land into your hand, and thou shalt drive them out before thee. Thou shalt make no covenant with them, nor with their their gods. They shall not dwell in thy land, lest they make thee to sin against me. For if thou serve their gods, it will surely be a snare unto thee. Chapter 24. Moses sacrifices to the Lord. <coughs> Excuse me. And he said unto Moses, Come up unto the Lord, thou and Aaron, Nadab and Abihu, and seventy of the elders of Israel, and worship ye afar off. And Moses alone shall come near the Lord, but they shall not come nigh, neither shall the people go up with him. And Moses came and told the people all the words of the Lord, and all the judgments, and all the people answered with one voice, and said, All the words which the Lord hath said will we do. And Moses wrote all the words of the Lord, and rose up early in the morning, and builded an altar unto the, under the hill, and twelve pillars according to the twelve tribes of Israel. And he sent young men of the children of Israel, which offered burnt offerings, and sacrificed peace offerings of oxen unto the Lord. And Moses took half of the blood, and put it in basins, and half of the blood he sprinkled on the altar. And he took the book of the covenant, and read in the audience of the people, and they said, All that the Lord hath said will we do, and be obedient. And Moses took the blood, and sprinkled it on the people, and said, Behold, the blood of the covenant, which the Lord hath made with you, concerning all these words. Then went up Moses and Aaron, Nadab and Abihu, and seventy of the elders of Israel, and they saw the God of Israel, and there was under his feet, as it were, a paved work of a sapphire stone, and as it were the body of heaven in his clearness. And upon the nobles of the children of Israel he laid not his hand. Also they saw God, and eat, did eat and drink. And the Lord said unto Moses, Come up to me into the mount, and be there, and I will give thee tables of stone, and a law, and commandments which I have written, that thou mayest teach them. And Moses rose up, and his minister Joshua, and Moses went up into the mount of God. And he said unto the elders, Tarry ye here for us, until we come again unto you. And behold, Aaron and Hur are with you. If any man have any matters to do, let him come unto them. And Moses went up into the mount, and a cloud covered the mount. 
And the glory of the Lord abode upon Mount Sinai, and the cloud covered it six days. And the seventh day he called unto Moses out of the midst of the cloud, and the sight of the glory of the Lord was like devouring fire on the top of the mount in the eyes of the children of Israel. And Moses went into the midst of the cloud and got him up into the mount. And Moses was in the mount forty days and forty nights. Chapter 25 And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, that they bring me an offering of every man that giveth it willingly with his heart, ye shall take my offering. And this is the offering which ye shall take of them, gold, and silver, and brass, and blue, and purple, and scarlet, and fine linen, and goat's hair, and ram, skid, uh, ram skins dyed red, and badger skins, and shittim wood, oil for the light, spices for anointing oil, and for sweet incense, onyx stones, and stones to be set in the ephod and in the breastplate. And let them make me a sanctuary, that I may dwell among them, according to all that I show thee, after the pattern of the tabernacle, and the pattern of all the instruments thereof, even so shall ye make it. And they shall make... <coughs> uh, sorry, this cough still hasn't, uh, hasn't quite left my lungs. Um... <coughs> And let them make me a sanctuary, that I may dwell among them, according to all that I show thee, after the pattern of the tabernacle, and pattern of all the instruments thereof, even so shall ye make it. And they shall make an ark of shittim wood. Two cubits and a half shall be the length thereof, and a cubit and a half the breadth thereof, and a cubit and a half uh, the height thereof. And thou shalt overlay it with pure gold, within and without shalt thou overlay it, and shalt make a, upon it a crown of gold round about. And thou shalt cast four rings of gold for it, and put them in the four corners thereof. And two rings shall be in the one side of it, and two rings in the other side of it. And thou shalt make staves of shittim wood, and overlay them with gold. And thou shalt put the staves into the rings by the sides of the ark, that the ark may be borne with them. The staves shall be in the rings of the ark, they shall not be taken from it. And thou shalt put, the, put into the ark the testimony, which I shall give thee. And thou shalt make a mercy seat of pure gold. Two cubits and a half shall be the length thereof, and a cubit and a half the breadth thereof. And thou shalt make two cherubims of gold. Of beaten work shalt thou, shalt thou make them in the two ends of the mercy seat, and make one cherub on the one end, on, and the other cherub on the other end. Even of the mercy seat shall ye make the cherubims on the two ends thereof. And the cherubims shall stretch forth their wings on high, covering the mercy seat with their wings, and their faces shall look one to another. Toward the mercy seat shall the faces of the cherubims be. <coughs> Excuse me. And thou shalt put the mercy seat above upon the ark, and in the ark thou shalt put the testimony that I shall give thee. And there I will meet with thee, and I will commune with thee from above the mercy seat, from between the two cherubims which are upon the ark, of the testimony of all things which I will give thee in commandment unto the children of Israel. Thou shalt also make a table of shittim wood. Two cubits shall be the length thereof, and a cubit the breadth thereof, and a cubit and a half the height thereof. And thou shalt overlay it with pure gold, and make to thereto a crown of gold round about. And thou shalt make unto it a border of an hand breadth round about, and thou shalt make a golden crown to the border thereof round about. And thou shalt make for it four rings of gold, and put the rings in the four corners that are on the four feet thereof. Over against the border shall the rings be for places of the staves to bear the table. And thou shalt make 
the staves of shittim wood, and overlay them with gold, that the table may be borne with them. And thou shalt make the dishes thereof, and the spoons thereof, and the coverers thereof, and the bowls thereof, to cover withal, of pure gold shalt thou make them. And thou shalt set upon the table showbread before me alway. And thou shalt make a candlestick of pure gold, of beaten work shall the candlestick be made. His shaft and his branches, his bowls, his knops, and his flowers shall be of the same. And six branches shall come out of the sides of it, three branches of the candlestick out of the one side, and three branches of the candlestick out of the other side. Three bowls made like unto almonds, with a knop and a flower in one branch, and three bowls made like almonds in the other branch, with a knop and a flower, so in the six bran uh, branches that come out of the candlestick. And in the candlestick shall be four bowls made like unto almonds, with their knops and their flowers. And there shall be a knop under two branches of the same, and a knop under two branches of the same, and a knop under two branches of the same, according to the six branches that proceed out of the candlestick. Their knops and their branches shall be of the same. All it shall be one beaten work of pure gold. And thou shalt make the seven lamps thereof, and they shall light the lamps thereof, that they may give light over against it. And the tongs thereof, and the snuff dishes thereof, shall be of pure gold. Of a talent of pure gold shall he make it with all these vessels. And look that thou make them after their pattern, which was showed thee in the mount. <coughs> Pardon me. <clears throat> okay, so here we have Moses. We have him going up and uh, communing with the Lord. Then he's uh, presenting all the words of the Lord that are uh, were just given him to the people so that they can hear them. And all the people make a covenant with Moses and with the Lord and offer these offerings uh, on this new altar that Moses makes there before the Mount Sinai. And they create this covenant and they enter into this covenant and Moses takes half of the blood and he sprinkles it on the people to anoint them in the significance and the, the sign that they are entering into this covenant, almost like into a, a blood covenant as well with the Lord. And um, that they are agreeing then to follow and abide by all these commandments and all these laws. And then Moses goes up into the mountain. He receives all the instructions of the Lord about the tabernacle, about everything that it's supposed to be made of, how it's supposed to be made, what everything is supposed to look like. And uh, we see here from all these measurements, all these uh, images that Moses gets kind of all these images in his in his head and directly from his communication with the Lord of what everything's supposed to look like. And then he's going to communicate that later on to some of the uh, skilled craftsmen and workmen that are in the tribes of Israel for them to be able to create all of these these dishes and all these altars and the mercy seats and the cherubims made of pure gold and beaten gold and the uh, golden candlestick, which is said to have been uh, at least about five feet tall, uh, according to the amount of the gold that was used in it. Now we're turning to Proverbs chapter 7, verses 24 through uh, 27. Proverbs chapter 7, verse 24 says, Hearken unto me now, therefore, O ye children, and attend to the words of my mouth. Let not thine heart decline to her ways, go not astray in her paths. 
for she hath cast down many wounded, yea, many strong men have been slain by her. Her house is the way to hell, going down to the chambers of death. We just talked yesterday about the the ways that a uh, the ways of a harlot and the ways that of a, a woman that tries to trap men and trick men into and and trap and snare men into um, fornication or adultery. And um, this isn't directly representing one woman or one type of woman or this is representing all of the world and so in the book of James the letter of James he talks about how every man is responsible for his own lusts and um, when sin enters into his heart and enters into his mind he is drawn away of his own lust that he is naturally desiring towards and that could be anything that could be any type of sin but here specifically it's talking about the sin and the lust that men have in their own heart naturally towards women and moses or i'm sorry not moses but solomon is writing some of these proverbs warning and possibly warning his own son and his own children not to follow after these lusts of the flesh and warning here in verses 24 through 27 that her house is the way to hell that the way of the this sin and this lust of the flesh is the way to hell going down to the chambers of death let not thine heart decline to her ways go not astray in her paths for she hath cast down many wounded yea many strong men have been slain by her it's a a problem that uh, we have in our churches, in our communities, in um, our entire nation of the United States today. There are just so many families that are single parent families today because men, ha men and women, but men especially, are not stepping up to the responsibility of being a leader and being a spiritual leader of their family and making the decision, the hard choice and hard decision that is still the right decision to wait until marriage for uh, keeping their bodies and keeping themselves, <coughs> excuse me, uh, sexually pure until marriage and, and also uh, stepping up then and um, making sure that they're teaching their children that they should also wait until marriage and then stand for the marriage relationship and not cheat on their spouses, not cheat on their wives, and not um, seek after this before marriage. Now we're going to read from Matthew chapter 24, uh, verses 29 through 51 today. Verse 29, and it says, <coughs> excuse me, Immediately after the tribulation of those days shall the sun be darkened, and the moon shall not give her light, and the stars shall fall from heaven, and the powers of the heavens shall be shaken. And then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven, and then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn, and they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And he shall send his angels with a great sound of trumpet, and they shall gather together his elect from the four winds, from one end of heaven to the other. Now learn a parable of the fig tree. When his branch is yet tender, and putteth forth leaves, ye know that summer is nigh. So likewise ye, when ye shall see all these things, know that it is near, even at the doors. Verily I say unto you, this generation shall not pass till all these things be fulfilled. 
Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. But of that day and hour knoweth not knoweth no man, no, not the angels of heaven, but my Father only. But as the days of Noah were, so also so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the day that Noah entered into the ark, and knew not until the flood came and took them all away, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Then shall be two in the field, the one shall be taken and the other left. Two women shall be grinding at the mill, the one shall be taken and the other left. Watch therefore, for ye know not what hour your Lord doth come. But know this, that if the good man of the house had known in what watch the thief would come, he would have watched, and would not have suffered his house to be broken up. Therefore be ye also ready, for in such an hour as ye think not, the Son of Man cometh. Who then is a faithful and wise servant, whom his Lord hath made ruler over his household, to give them meat in due season? Blessed is that servant, whom his Lord, when he cometh, shall find so doing. Verily I say unto you, that he shall make him ruler over all his goods. But, and if that evil servant shall say in his heart, My Lord delayeth his coming, and shall begin to smite his fellow servants, and to eat and drink with the drunken, the Lord of that servant shall come in a day when he looketh not for him, and in an hour that he is not aware of, and shall cut him asunder, and appoint him his portion with the hypocrites. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth." All right, in the beginning of uh, the second half of this chapter, we're looking, and Jesus is once again answering part of the question of when is the Lord coming? When are you coming back? That his di disciples had asked him. And immediately after the tribulation of those days, shall the sun be darkened, and the moon shall not give her light, and the stars shall fall from heaven, and the powers of the heavens shall be shaken. In the book of Revelation, we see that during the time of the great tribulation, that um, the wrath of God is poured out on the earth in what um, the book of Revelation calls several different different vials or bowls of the wrath of God. And part of this is the tribulation of those days, the sun being darkened, the moon not giving any light, and the stars of heaven falling, and the powers of the heavens being shaken. And then it says, Then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven, and then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn. And so, in those days, in the days of the Great Tribulation, this is after all of the, um, uh, after all of the saved have already been raptured before the time of the Great Tribulation, and this is when there are no, uh, none of the saved Christians before this time are, are left on the earth, and so this is all filled with the earth, uh, with large majority of people that are unsaved and non-believing in God that are then mourning at the sign of the Son of Man coming, and then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn, and they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And he shall send his angels with a great sound of the trumpet, and they shall gather together his elect from the four winds, from one end of heaven to the other. And so, uh, as during this time period, when all the saved are up with the Lord in the air and in heaven, then at this time, when the Son of Man, when Jesus Christ is coming back to the earth, he's saying that his angels are going to gather all of the saved to come back with him in the air.
<coughs> excuse me. And then uh, verse 32, this is talking about the parable of the fig tree when his branch is yet tender. And this, so he's saying, just like spring comes forth, just like buds shoot forth in a tree and bring begin to come forth, uh, you can tell when the uh, spring is coming and when um, the plant is beginning to get to the point where it's going to bloom. So likewise, you when you see all of these things, when you see all these earthquakes in diverse places throughout the world, when you see um, famines and pestilences and earthquakes in diverse places and kingdom rising against kingdom and nation against nation, when you see um, people crying out as like Jesus is here. No, he's over here. He's over here. Don't believe them. But um, when you see false Christs and false prophets arise and uh, all these things happening, but then you know that it's getting closer and it's getting closer. But it says that heaven and earth shall pass away, but this generation shall not pass till all these things be fulfilled. And so heaven and earth will pass away, but they won't pass away until all these things are fulfilled. But that day and hour knoweth no man, no, not the angels of heaven, but my Father only. So we don't know exactly when this is going to happen, but as the spring comes forth and we see the buds pointing towards spring, we see all these things happening on earth, and we see that it is getting closer and closer. We see earthquakes actually within the last 15 years have actually become and begun to become more prevalent around either the ring of fire throughout the uh, all the sir kind of the circumference of that giant tectonic plate that is on the Pacific Ocean side from all the way over th from the Philippines to up north western Japan and Russia and China area all the way over to Alaska and California and down to Mexico and we see that there's uh, been a lot of more earthquake activity, both in the Philippines and in Indonesia, and it's caused tidal waves, and it's caused tsunamis, and it's caused problems over there. We've seen an increase in the amount of hurricanes that are coming from Africa and, and uh, hitting either the United States or hitting Haiti or hitting uh, the Dominican Republic, and all these natural disasters just keep getting worse and worse over the years. And all these things seem to be like things that are pointing more and more that the earth is groaning under the weight of all the sin and all the people that are still sadly dying in their sin. And so we need to prepare We need by going out and witnessing and sharing the gospel with people and getting as many people saved as possible so that they can come to know the Lord. And it says, therefore, be ye also ready, for in such an hour as ye think not, the Son of Man cometh. So there's our admonishment for today. We should be ready for the return of the Lord. We should be looking forward to the return of the Lord and to his call that he cries out for all his saved to come up hither, to join him in the, in the air and in heaven. Thank you for your time tonight. I hope this has been a blessing for you. It's definitely been a blessing for me to study the word with you. God bless you, and we'll see you tomorrow for the next Walk with God podcast.